This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by BetterHelp.com slash OP. That's Better H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com slash OP. It's professional counseling done securely online, and you can get 10% off your first month. Just go to BetterHelp.com slash OP. Also, don't forget to stick around to the end of the episode. I had a request for the popcorn story. If you've never heard it, please stick around to the end. It's the Howard Stern popcorn story told by Stuttering John and Jackie the Joke Man. It's hilarious. Let's do this. Let's dance. Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. Good morning, Lisa Connor and Charlie Limbo. Here we go. John Quartz, what's up? Eric uh, Lynch, good morning to you. And Vinny, of course. <laughs> Holy shit, it's Opie. <laughs> it's hanging to the left, if you need to know. Thank you very much. Stephen Lowry, how are you? Brandon Hollinger with the lamp drop. A couple weeks from uh, Christmas. What are we, uh, what, two weeks out? I'm going to um, turn this off in a few minutes, and I'm going to run around like a lunatic trying to get some Christmas shopping done. Obviously, Christmas is not um, is not fun for adults. For the longest time, we made believe it was fun for adults, but this time of year is just extremely stressful. Is it nice and uh, fun to watch your kids opening up presents on Christmas morning? Of course. That feeling is amazing. But the stress uh, related to the holiday season just sucks a big D. Parents don't like it. Most of us secretly can't wait for January 1st, January 2nd, because then we could calm the F down finally. So uh, I'm going to run around like a lunatic today. That'll be fun. Yeah, there you go. It sucks. Amazon is for Christmas shopping 100%, but they're saying... That if you don't uh, order your stuff pretty much like today, you're you're definitely fucked as far as the gifts coming in time for Christmas. Because everybody obviously is shopping online these days. I don't know why you would go to a mall. Why? Why would you do that to yourself? Why? It's over, Johnny. Even after the uh, pandemic is over, uh, in-person shopping is pretty much done. It was pretty much done before the coronavirus but now we're so used to going online and getting everything we need shipped to our houses that there's no reason to walk around in a mall with idiots with jack-offs although it's pretty sad because i'm old enough to remember that i got my entertainment at the mall we didn't have our smartphones we didn't have the internet we we had a phone on the wall that was it and a couple channels on the TV. This is embarrassing to say. And we had a CB radio, and every once in a while we would go in the driveway and uh, you know try to try to find something entertaining on the uh, the the CB radio. So then it was all about, hey mom, uh, I'm going to the mall with Rob. He's picking me up in five minutes. Okay, have fun. And then you just wander around the mall. You do loops. You can't even afford anything because. You don't have a real job. 
And then you you would leave the mall, and in some way that was entertainment. Oh, it was just terrible. What's up, Ryan West? Good morning to you, buddy. Bob Lord, Breaker Breaker 1-9, exactly. We used to just fuck with um, the truckers. The truckers. We, we lived on Long Island. We would go in the driveway. My, my dad got a CB radio because it was the big hot thing. Me and my brother Scott mostly. We would go into the car, turn on the CB radio, and we felt like we were being naughty, naughty. And then we would just fuck with truckers. They would try to get our location because they wanted to beat the shit out of us. And we thought it was hilarious because we're like, there's no way they're going to know where we are. This was before GPS, kids. Um, and they would get so fucking mad. If I ever find you, kids, well, I'll throw you off a goddamn cliff. And then run you over with my rig. And we would just laugh and laugh and laugh. I guess I guess that was like uh, the beginning of trolling, if you think about it. Before the internet, you had the CB radio, and and people would absolutely troll on the, on the CB. Oh yeah, what's your twenty exactly? That's what it was over and over again. Give me your twenty. What's your twenty? And then we would just say like just stupid shit and get them all fired up. And then we would, uh, you know, then we would turn off uh, the CB radio and sneak back in the house because we didn't tell our parents we were going in the driveway to turn on the CB radio. So malls suck. CB radios now suck. What's up, Daniel Connolly? Good morning and welcome to our little live stream. So uh, I told this story in the in the private Facebook group. So we, we got everybody in the car. We're trying to spread out all this Christmas stuff, trying to make it um, feel like something. So we all jumped in the old car the other day, me, the wife, the two kids, and, of course, this giant dog that we now have. You know, the Golden Doodle that was supposed to be a medium-sized dog, which is now so heavy I can't even lift it anymore. You know, that dog. It's it's a giant dog. Wait till you see it on camera again. You're not going to believe it's the same dog. It's pretty much taken up our entire house. It's ridiculous. He likes to sit on the couch with us, and he takes up easily two spots. But anyway, so we jump in the car. We go to a Christmas tree farm. Doesn't that sound nice? A Christmas tree farm. And I'm sure a lot of you guys have gone to your Christmas tree farm. So we uh, we pull up. And uh, there's sort of an entrance, and you can see, like, the Christmas trees in, a, in a, like, a little field where they used to, well, where they were uh, growing the corn a mere couple months ago. You know, these farms out here way out east on Long Island, they, they uh, change their farms depending on the holiday. So now where the corn was is uh, the Christmas trees, and you can walk around all night. It almost feels like a Christmas tree forest, and you can pick out a tree. Oh, no, before you do that, you got to pay your entrance fee. I'm, I'm just here to get a Christmas tree. Yeah, 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 that'll be $10 a person. I'm like, no, I just want to buy a Christmas tree. Yeah, well, you see, it's $10 a person to get in. So what do you get for your money? 
Well, you get to walk around. Is there things to see? Yeah, there's a lot of things to see. Like what? Eh, we got a few animals over there and a few things that the kids could climb on. And then there's ice skating over there in the corner. There's a little obstacle course and there's a miniature golf course. And uh, we got some fires around the property. You could sit and have some hot chocolate and some s'mores. I'm like, this sounds wonderful. So I pull out the old wallet and I pay my $40 to get into the Christmas tree farm. And then we start walking around. We're like, oh, there's where the fires are. Yay. And it was a little cold out and the sun was going down. And uh, they had some nice uh, streamliners. The guy, I guess, uh, collects streamliners. So you can't go in them, but you could kind of peek in. And they got them all decorated for Christmas. It was nice. One of them uh, was set up like uh, the movie uh, A Christmas Story. It was, it was nice. So now we're sitting on a, uh, on a little bench, warming up at their fire. My wife's like, anyone want hot cocoa? And I'm like, I want hot cocoa. And the kid's like, I want hot cocoa. And then we got the fire. So we're like, why don't we get some s'mores too? And it's like, yay. So we're looking for the table for the free hot chocolate and the s'mores, considering we paid our $10 admission per person, the $40. And also we find a guy and I'm like, hey, where's the hot chocolate and the s'mores? You know, here's my family. Here's my dog. My dog losing its mind, by the way. I don't know why. Maybe because of all the smells at, at this joint. The guy informs us. He's like, well, uh, you go to that streamliner over there. You can get some hot chocolate and s'mores. I'm like, wonderful. We go over there thinking they're just going to hand out this stuff. And, oh, no, you got to now pay for the hot chocolate and the s'mores. And, of course, you don't want to disappoint your kids and you're starting to get a little mad because you've already paid $40 and you haven't even done a goddamn thing yet. So now we uh, break out the wallet again for the hot chocolate and the s'mores. Um, you know, the hot chocolate was nice and they had little individually wrapped s'mores kits. So we ate some s'mores as my dog was trying to break free of his leash because he's smelling, I guess, the animals and everything else. He was just out of his in mind. Which made it tough as the hot chocolate is uh, spilling all over the kid. So we get that done. I'm like, oh, okay, now it's uh, you know $40 plus uh, the money for the hot chocolate and the s'mores. And then we make our way to the miniature golf course. This thing looked like it should have been plowed under 10 years ago. It was almost impossible to play. <laughs> it, was just a, it was just terrible. It was, it was horrendous. They shouldn't be offering the miniature golf. So then we're like, all right, well, uh, oh, there's the obstacle course, you know, and the kids, that was free. And uh, the kids, you know, were entertained for maybe 45 seconds because it was such an amazing obstacle course. And then uh, my daughter's like, uh, hey, uh, oh, there's the ice rink. Yeah, you better give me stars today. I I'd spent a fortune. Hey, there's the ice rink, Daddy. Can we go ice skating? And even though it's a giant farm, they decided to make an ice rink that uh, is the size of your driveway. And it's not even real ice. It's that new plastic stuff that I saw on Shark Tank that you can lay down, and it's pretty cool. I'm like, all right, let's go ice skating, you know. That'll be $10 per person. <laughs> I'm like, what? What did the $40 that I paid for admission pay for? So, of course, we're here, you know, and it's the Christmas season. It's obviously very festive. 
It's only festive if uh, your wallet is filled with cash, by the way. So we, uh, we went ice skating for $10 a head. That was fun for about uh, maybe five minutes, considering the ice rink was as, as, it was as big as your driveway. So uh, then we're like, you know what, let's check out the animals. But we couldn't really do that because my dog literally wanted to rip the, uh, the pigs and the, and the sheep apart. He didn't understand what the hell he was seeing. To him, it had to be some kind of aliens. And we're like, oh, my God, this is exhausting. Why don't, we, why don't we go get our Christmas tree? We're here. So we enter the Christmas tree forest. They're all laid out nice. And then, uh, of course, two of the workers come up to me, and I'm like, we're looking for an eight-foot tree. And, uh, you know, they give us the, the sales pitch. They're like, this tree right here is $80. And I'm thinking, $80? This is what I pay for trees in the city. We're, we're way out east on Long Island. It should be cheaper, you know? This will be $80. Uh, and he goes, but these needles uh, fall off the tree pretty easily. I'm like, okay, so do you have a tree that has needles that don't fall off the tree easily? And the guy goes, this is a ex- uh, direct quote. He goes, if you give me $100, I'll show you a tree where the needles will not fall off. <laughs> oh, it's always a, a work. No matter what you do in life, it's always a work. So I'm debating, should we get the $100 tree where the needles don't fall off? Then I'm like, oh, that's right. They're just BSing me. That's a sales pitch. No matter what tree you bring in your house, your whole floor is going to be filled with needles. So uh, my wife is uh, negotiating, or not even negotiating, just talking to the guy, and he's, uh, he's showing her trees. Me and my son are with the dog trying to calm it the F down. And all of a sudden, it goes into a pooping position right next to a tree. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm like, you know what? Just let him do it at this point. He's out of his mind. He's been sniffing everything. He just needs to go to the bathroom. So his up, his butt is way up and in a Christmas tree. This is a true story, my friends. And uh, and all of a sudden, he's done, and he starts walking again. And me and my son look uh, on the ground. We're looking for the poo, and uh, we don't see the poo. So I'm like, that's weird. He didn't poo, you know? And then all of a sudden we start smelling it. We're like, oh, my God, he absolutely pooed. That's not a fart. And all of a sudden the workers there with my wife, they're looking around. And I'm like, ah, my dog just farted, you know. So uh, me and my son go back to the tree, very, very confused. And we look in the tree and uh, there lying on two branches is giant dog logs. He pooed in the Christmas tree and it did fall to the ground. <laughs> it's just in the tree. And I'm here to say that uh, it was a little a little slushy, his poo. It wasn't a full, uh, full solid load. So now in the tree is this kind of mushy poo that never hit the ground. The workers are now smelling uh, dog shit. My wife's like, what's going on? I'm like, ah, nothing, nothing. The dog just uh, farted. And then I'm thinking to myself, I'm with my young son, trying to teach him the ways of life. I tell him that honesty is the best policy. And even though you're going to get in a lot of trouble, the best thing to do is to 
tell the truth. And I'm like, God, why do I have to be here with my son? Because if I wasn't here with my son, I would walk off and not even think twice about this. I'm like, oh, man, this is, uh, this is problematic. So I go to my son. Ah, we got to tell the guy, you know. So I tell the two guys and my wife at the same time that our dog not only pooed in the Christmas tree, it's still in the tree. They're looking at me. I'm like, uh, I'll try to clean it up. And I, I, I quickly walk back to the tree with a bag. And I'm just pulling poo out of the Christmas tree, but it's smearing on the branches. And I do the best I can. Me and my son are laughing our asses off how crazy this is, right? So then, uh, finally, we bought the $80 tree. So we're expecting all the needles to fall off within days. And, uh, and I go to the guys. I go, um, you might want to hose that Christmas tree down. Before you sell it, because I, I did the best I can, but there's still some smeary poo on some of the branches. The guy looked at me, and he basically said, no, I'll leave it as is, and the next Karen that comes through, I will sell them that Christmas tree. <laughs> I'm like, these guys have a sense of humor. This is awesome. So then we... Um, we dragged our $80 Christmas tree, but let's be honest, the, the Christmas tree cost me $80 plus the 40 for skating, plus the 40 for admission, plus I don't know what my wife spent on the hot cocoa and s'mores, but that had to be at least another 20 So uh, my $80 Christmas tree cost me close to $200. And then we drove home with the dog in, uh, in the driver's seat with me because at this point he was just a, a panicky mess. He doesn't like the car. And we laughed ourselves silly all the way home about uh, the dog pooing in the Christmas tree. At this point, if I was doing a live show, I would get a uh, applause break for that story. Perfectly told. My goodness. Uh, anyway, that was, uh, that was my experience at the Christmas tree farm. So, so far, it's been a fine holiday season. God, the temperature. What happened? I, I came out here. Um, there's frost all over the place, so it's got to be in the upper 20s. There was no wind. My right hand is now frozen because I can't get a glove on it because I'm trying to scroll through comments. I'm freezing. Then he goes, but you have the memories. That's right, my friend. So, yeah, I mean, you get... Uh, they work you over no matter what you do in this world. We know that. And like I said the other day, my son goes, God, is everybody out to F with you? He didn't say F, but mess with you, I guess he would have said. Um, we don't care if we curse in front of our kids, but we don't want them cursing. I don't want them to think words are scary. I even said, look, if you, uh, if, if you slip and you curse, I, I'm not going to care. Robin Hart, you, sir, got F'd, L-O-L. What, uh, with uh, paying all that money for a Christmas tree? But I got to tell you, this is the boring part of the story, but on the way home, my daughter's like, Daddy, that was so much fun. And that's all that matters, right? All right, give me a moment to talk about betterhelp.com slash Opie. That's H-E-L-P, right? Betterhelp.com slash Opie. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? Host inserts personal experience here. Oh, my God, I got to talk about my counseling. (laughs) Oh, my God, now I'm hiccuping. 
I actually love therapy. I didn't believe in therapy at first, but I dipped in about 10 years ago. I got a professional therapist. It's been very, very nice. It's been very, very rewarding. And then I got uh, in touch with the BetterHelp people, and I use them as well. It's, it's, it's a very, very good service, my friends. Is there something interfering with your happiness, preventing you from achieving your goals? Well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. This is professional counseling done securely online. And you can log into your account anytime, send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. So you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. When is it my turn? When is it my turn? You think she's almost done with the person that's in there now? I need to talk about my mommy. Betterhelp.com slash Opie. And if you don't like your therapist, guess what? You could switch it out and they'll give you another one. Very affordable. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. All right, this is what you need to do. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Opie. That's Better H-E-L-P. Special offer for you, my friends. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Opie. Once again, BetterHelp.com slash Opie. It is cold out here. By the way, uh, they approved the Pfizer uh, vaccine. They're going to start popping that in uh, people's arms within, God, I don't know, like two days, I think. Going to healthcare workers first and uh, a lot of people that have underlying underlying conditions and, uh, of course, uh, people in the old age homes. But don't be fooled, my friends. Even though the vaccine is rolling out now, it's going to be at least another three or four months before you can really feel uh, pretty safe about this whole thing. But we're getting there. But, man, we're averaging now over 3,000 deaths a day from this um, coronavirus. That's just, that's just crazy. Absolutely crazy. But that was uh, good news today. And then they gave uh, the Time, Time Magazine, I guess it's a big deal, they give the Person of the Year award. And they were thinking George Floyd. They were thinking Trump. I think they were thinking Fauci. I think they were thinking the picture of the coronavirus with the spiky red things. And they ended up giving it to uh, Biden and Harris. And see, this is where you guys are going to finally understand. I took a lot of shots at Trump, and now it's time to take the shots at the Biden. Because he's now the guy in the seat. I don't think they should have gave the person of the year to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Granted, she's the the first female vice president, and that's uh, such an accomplishment, uh, accomplishment, excuse me. But she hasn't done anything yet. I think maybe next year after uh, the Biden-Harris presidency is a year old, and then you see some of the things maybe they accomplished, then maybe. But the story this year was obviously uh, the coronavirus, which which pisses Trump off because uh, it pushed Trump out of the the top spot. And... uh, I think they should have gave it to the healthcare worker. Are you kidding me? Those guys on the front line, you know how many people we've lost healthcare workers uh, to the coronavirus? It's a lot. I don't have the number in front of me right now, but it's a lot. So I think time blew it. I know a lot of healthcare workers, especially down in the Philly area, man. It's scary. They work their asses off. 
And they're putting their lives on the line every single day. And a lot of them have lost their lives to the coronavirus. So my thoughts definitely go out to them this holiday season, that's for sure. Yeah, Debbie up there in Boston, I agree. Oh, should have been healthcare workers. I think it was a no-brainer. And then there's a story coming out about uh, Feinstein. I think that's her name. She's something like 87 years old, and she's a senator. And uh, she, she basically has dementia, and she's having major problems with her short-term memory. And this goes to my point. And I was watching TV, and everyone's scared to say it, so I'll say it. Ageism is a real thing, and it should be a real thing. There was a time when I was growing up, uh, when you turned 65, you weren't allowed to work anymore, basically. They forced you to go into retirement, and I'm glad we got past that, and I'm glad people that are more than capable are still working well into their 70s, pushing 80 in some cases. But 87 to be a senator coming up with uh, laws, I'm freezing, guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I am freezing. But uh, we depend on uh, these politicians, and I don't think you should be 87 years old and a senator down there in Washington. And they basically said that um, the Democrats, I'll go after them today, they knew that um, her, uh, her mental uh, capabilities were, were failing her for a while now, and they were trying to keep it secret. That's not good. My dad is 83, still puts in 50-hour weeks. There you go, Benjamin Tucker. I'm not saying we should have an age where we kick people out. But if it's very, very obvious they can't do their jobs anymore, then sure, then ageism is a very important thing, I think. They should kick her out of there. She's proven she can't do her job anymore. And they were hiding that fact for many, many years. So it'll be interesting how that plays out in the coming weeks. You're a damn shill and an embarrassment, Ope. Kenny uh, Gingras. Kenny Gingras had to jump in our live stream to say that. Kenny Gingras is a dope. Is an absolute dope. And you got to pick your spots, you idiot. I just went after the Democrats, you stupid F. And I've also proven over the years, and certainly on this podcast, that I'm a, I'm more of a Republican. I'm more of a Republican. I lean uh, Republican. My mouth is literally failing me. It's so cold out here. I'm trying to go after that idiot, and I can't because my because my tongue is slowing down in live uh, in in live. Uh, see, I can't even say you've proven it time and again. You never criticize. Oh, Kenny, go somewhere else. Go be a baby somewhere else. You know, there's so many places you could go and do the raw raw. I'm a patriot thing. And if you don't support Trump, then you don't belong in America. Go to one of those places. God. Yeah, thank you, Pat Duffy. I literally was just bashing the left and Democrats for hiding the fact that one of their own can't do their jobs anymore. And Kenny Gingras decides that's the moment to tell the world that Opie's a libtard. You're a dope. Opie Radio. Oh, I'll tell you this. Well, this is. The, I don't know if you were there then, Jackie. Tell but, them about the whore in the cockpit. No, Howard. <laughs> yes, yes. Tell me that. No, uh, you know, Howard was uh, goofing on our Christmas gifts. You know, like uh, like everyone gave him Christmas gifts, and I was like, you had to ah. give him Christmas gifts. 
Yeah, like yeah, everybody gave him and 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 that year Howard gave us our Christmas gift and it literally It came in what, the mail. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, it was a canister of popcorn, three different flavors. Caramel, <laughs> regular, and cheddar. And it had our name written on around it. It was it was a round a round yeah. can like a like a foot and a half yeah. by two feet tall, yeah. and it was divided like a piece of cardboard yeah. with three disgusting kinds. And 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 I literally, Opie, I kid you not, I literally stuck my arm in there, yeah. thinking that there had to be a check on the bottom. Sure. Of it. I, you know, I thought I went like a cracker jack. Like, like this is the goof. This but, is the goof. But, but, but the let, let me give him. <laughs> so I went on the air, and Howard was goofing on. I was like, "Well, Howard, you gave me a canister with fucking popcorn in it for Christmas." And he goes, "Oh, well, that was Alice." And I go, "I stuck my arm in there looking for a check." And then I walked out of the studio, and Ganji, you know the guy in the show. Sure. I did the same thing. <laughs> the whole let me tell you. Let me tell you what it was. She must have gone. Oh, she must have gone to some boutique. She went to a boutique where they said, "You buy this canister," and they wrote in very ornate, fancy lettering to Jackie and Nancy, yeah. Joe Clan with the date. And I'm sure that's what they did for John and everybody. And that was, I guess, what was supposed to make it special, so you could keep the fucking garbage can that came in. <laughs> And, and John calls me up and says, did you find did you find the check? I almost fucking had a heart attack. I lived so hard. Howard oh, doesn't give a fuck about you people. Oh, I got Listen to this one. Listen to this one. You will not. He's so happy. You I know. You don't even exist. You will not believe. When he turns that light off, he doesn't even know your names. I don't know. I don't know if John Sorry, knows his guys. story. Listen to this one. Yeah. One year. And I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't you know told if you, me it. I don't know if you got to say it. Is this about the camera? Yeah, I, yeah. I, One th year. I think I like Howard now. <laughs> <laughs> Howard thinks he might See, be your brother. He's so disillusioned. He thinks he's still at the top. <laughs> so, so we get our presents, oh, and I fuck. open my present, and this is early yeah. on in the digital revolution, and it's a it's a Canon camera, like a nice little Canon camera, but and it can be hooked up to your computer, and I'm nice. which I didn't know how to do, but I'm like. Now that's a, that's a decent fucking gift. Like I'll be goddamned. And I was like, I, you know, it wasn't four thousand dollars, but it was like a, it bordered on being a gift. And I'm looking at it. And I'm saying, it oh, it I'm being a hold gift. on, hold on. Listen. So I go to gigs. I do a lot of gigs, and I right. go to a lot of places and see a lot of people. So I want to have my camera with me in the car, but there's no case. And I'm like, there's no. I never heard of a camera coming. Without a case, what you, and I called up and I said, "Hey, I'm, I I think I called Canon and said there must have been a mistake because I got a camera and I got the strap and I got the batteries and I got everything, but there was no case." And they said, "No, no, no, that's impossible. You had to get a case." And somebody said, "Oh, but unless <laughs> it was one of those." Promotional cameras. Oh. They sent out cases and cases of promotional cameras that didn't. He must have got a case of fucking cameras. <laughs> 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 what are the odds of us finding out? It, what are the fucking <laughs> odds of us? <laughs> the odds are you calling for a fucking case? <laughs> <laughs> Giving Jackie something. That's the odds. Hundred percent. Hundred fucking. I needed. I needed one. <laughs> Jackie's like an old lady from Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> my fucking case. I can't. I need a case. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I wouldn't have ordered it, but the story's too good. Oh. oh my God! So you guys were digging around the popcorn for a check? Yeah, and then Jesus. and then another year he Everybody gave us sticky, sticky hands into the hilarious. <laughs> another year he they gave us cheddar dust all over uh, their hair. <laughs> yeah, in their arm yeah. hair. I never. It, it, was, it, it was nothing. It was that nasty shit. You know. That, <laughs> The popcorns, it's like yellow with like sealed butter on it. You know, like uh, that disgusting. Yeah. Oh, fuck. yeah, I didn't eat the popcorn. Uh, I, I... Boo 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 bo